Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Monday. It's June 5th. What? Uh, it's, uh, it's hard, guys. It's season 7. We're almost... <laughs> We're moving really fast to season eight here, uh, coming up on season eight. And today we've got some wonderful Bible readings. We hope that you are following along in our Bible readings. Uh, You can follow along with our reading plan at watersprings.net. You can download the app to your phone, especially if you're listening on Spotify. You just put those side by side. You can uh, follow along with us. But today we're in Acts 6. We're in Proverbs chapter 18. We're in Psalm uh, 125 and Psalm 39. But before we move on, I, I wanted to introduce everybody in the studio today everybody um so everybody everybody. so uh we've got uh yeah we got a bunch of people here uh first of all i I do i want to introduce dave's drink that made itself known there when he he opened it uh so yeah (laughs) so that's uh that's dave's drink is here and uh we've got that's my soda stream water that's right so dave is here (laughs) today That's right. Hi, guys. God bless you. And uh, Shane is here today. Hi. And I'm Ty. And uh, we're it. Actually, we're doing our own producing uh, today. Uh, we're not doing our own editing. For we, very we, good reason. Yeah, f- yes, right. Yes, for very, very good yes. reason. Gary's not able to be with us today uh, because his daughter is graduating. And Woo-hoo! so he's he's out doing that. A little father-daughter it, day. Yep. And James is not with us today because uh, he's on a, a, a set of a short film that we're doing called Dumplings. And so uh, he's... He's out today. Uh, well, well, with a bunch of our crew. That's also why Benjamin's not filling in today. He's out there with them. But we're here today, and it's. But guys, I also wanted to talk about a verse that was in our devotion uh, last Thursday that we, you know, we didn't really get a chance to talk about because we had a lot going on. But uh-huh. it's the beginning of uh, Psalm one twenty one. Yeah, and uh, I. It says, "I I look up to the hills." That's a statement, and then it says, and then it asks the question: From where does my help come from? And it says, my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I, I, I mentioned uh, in our devotion how often that's misquoted as the f- one sentence for the first two lines. Like, hey, I look to the hills where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. We have to remember uh, punctuation is important when you're reading your Bible. So sometimes well, it's, it's important helpful to all slow the time. Down. It is. Yeah, so if you say, what's in the road ahead? That's not good. You want to say, what's in the road ahead? See, that's punctuation right. Punctuation is important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's like the, can, the cannibal kid that came home from school and said, what's for supper, grandma? No. no <laughs> what's for supper, grandma? That's punctuation right. is important. Punctuation is important. So when you're reading your Bibles, hey, pay attention to the punctuation when you're reading your Bibles. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, well, there was no punctuation in the Greek and the Hebrew and the Aramaic. I understand that. Unless you're reading Greek, Hebrew, or Aramaic, I want to encourage you, pay attention to the punctuation in your Bible. It's important. Come on, Uh, Paul. Use periods, man. uh, Oh, yeah. Well, Paul didn't think punctuation was important. He was was allergic to punctuation. Did I ever ever tell you guys about uh, the the paper I wrote that I got some interesting feedback on? Yes, you did. So, So I write this paper, and the professor uh, emails me and goes, you know what? I, I really like the content, but your senses are really, really long. And I just said, I read a lot of Paul. There you go. <laughs> Not, Did after he give that, you a pass? 
after that, she never said another word oh, about she, the length of my sentences. Yes, go. she was she was great. She was really very fun. Good, good. Uh, that was one of my it was my favorite one of my favorite uh, college experiences. But I do read a lot of Paul. And just for context, it was in seminary. It wasn't a uh, it wasn't a secular college. Nobody else. Paul, who I, I you know that would have been a problem. <laughs> hey guys, listen, we've got some stuff coming up here locally at Water Springs. Uh, we have uh, on the tenth and eleventh of this month, we have the Paul Family Band. They're coming up. They're uh, bluegrass artists um, out of the Nashville area. So we encourage you guys to come and check that out. And then we'll have our, obviously we'll have our Bible studies that weekend in the book of Acts, which we've started the book of Acts. I'm so, so blessed, man. Uh, And of course now we're, moving into chapter two uh, this coming week. Uh, and then a family fun day is coming up with a family fun day swing dance. There'll be food trucks here. It's it's on the 16th of June. It starts at 630. You can register at watersprings.net. We also have VBS Extreme coming up for fifth and sixth graders on June 25th and to the 30th. And then Family Matters. That's coming up. That's yes, family sir. camp. Woo-hoo! And so uh, you can also register at watersprings.net. If you have any questions, you can ask Pastor Dave about that. I'm and still so, stuck up. You said we're moving into Acts chapter 2 this you're week? You're still stuck up? Did you just say that? Or yeah. you're stuck on? Stuck on. Sorry. Stuck on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just so now, confused because he before said. the mics were rolling that your focus and all of our focus would be sharp. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't embarrass don't, don't embarrass. Don't, don't embarrass we're going to yeah. be in Acts chapter 2? Well, that's... That's kind of the plan. Wow! Uh, so I'm excited. Yeah, but Acts chapter two is a long chapter. Acts there's, chapter there's, two there's is yeah, a we long may chapter. we may be in Acts chapter two for a few weeks. So uh, not a month or anything, just a few weeks. But we might be there. But guys, today is uh, National Gingerbread <laughs> Day. So a month is a few weeks. <laughs> okay, a month is four weeks. So a few weeks is oh, three. So what? Oh, so, so, so a few is three. I I believe a few is three. I okay. believe that's actually accurate. I have a few. The fact checkers are going crazy yep. right, right now. Yeah, you know that. You know, yeah. Well, Dave's going to check now. You no, see, is I a, want you to no. know right now. These guys are I checking. Got, on. No, I'm not me, buddy. No. I got you. <laughs> okay, I'm with you. Okay, so so what is it? Are, you're looking at Shane. I'll you let the it? view. I'll let the listeners <laughs> bring it up. Yeah. But I know hey, the answer. How do, yeah. So how do you define a few? <laughs> Pastors live at the Rev.fm. Let us know what you, when you say a few. What do you mean by a few? Uh, is it one? Is it two? Is it three? You know what is the it, right answer is. It's a plethora. It's context, context, context. context. I thought you were going to say yes. it's Ryan because Ryan. Few. So, <laughs> well, yeah. what what is a few? So, um, <laughs> my wife and I had a Pastor's few like, kids. Yeah, yeah, I like to have a few pieces of pizza. Uh, did you? Did when your wife says, "Did you take a drink of my coffee?" I might have had a few swallows. I mean, it's, context is it's everything. Relative, is it's that what relative. you're saying? Oh, it's so, relative. So the word "few" is relative. Okay. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but, we'll be yeah. in Acts for a few weeks, whatever yes. that may be. <laughs> Sorry, we might be in Acts for a few years, but we'll no. Move on. no, I'm kidding. I mean, I'm Acts kidding. Two. Oh no, no, the whole Acts, book of Acts. Right. So, we'll be in okay. Acts two for a few, few weeks. For a few yes. weeks. Hey, so listen, guys. Uh, it is National Gingerbread Day. It seems weird because there's grass outside being mowed. Why? Is that, did I read that wrong? I, no, no, it's I read that Gingerbread right. Day. It's why is Gingerbread Day now? Why is Gingerbread know. Day? It, it's, it seems it's, like October. That's not, that's like a fall thing, isn't it? Well, Ginger yeah, bread? it's like yeah. I was like, shouldn't that be like pumpkin spice season? Right. Like, yeah. You know, exactly. Like, you have yeah. pumpkin spice. Um, and you've got gingerbread. Right. But okay, Boo. we don't make this stuff up. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're <laughs> not cool. Yeah, we're yeah. And yep, yeah, seriously, we don't make this stuff up. No, Somebody else no, does. No, no, no. That's right. But we don't make this stuff up. So, uh, but we do have some uh, comments and some questions that came in. But uh, guys, was there anything in the reading today that like just jumped out at you when we were, you know, looking at those things? Because I know that for me, a lot, a lot of times, uh, it can be difficult reading through books like Isaiah, 
because um, it's it, in, without that context, sometimes we don't know our history or what's going on. And I know those could be hard for people, so that's why a good, you know, good simple Bible commentary. I love the yeah, I, especially I love for the devotions uh, too. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it can be difficult. Uh, of course, the Psalms are always wonderful. But was there anything for you guys that that jumped out in our reading today? You know, when it says that as Stephen is giving that yeah. famous uh, sermon, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it says. Um, what is it in verse eight that he was full of faith and power and he did these great uh, wonders and miracles among the people and verse nine it says that there arose uh, certain in the synagogue um, and they were from these various places all over the place and they were disputing with Stephen and I love in verse 10 it says they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake and it's not talking about the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit by which Stephen spake. And uh-huh. I think sometimes, I mean, for me, when you ask, you know, was there anything that kind of grabbed you today? Yeah, that grabbed me. Because Stephen spoke with wisdom and the spirit with which he spake. Uh, I just have this feeling that he wasn't, you know, pointing his finger and snarling his teeth and, you know, um, it was just that, that spirit of gentleness, that kindness, uh, that they couldn't resist that. They just thought, you know, this guy, maybe not the, the most, uh, educated fella in the room, but my goodness, the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake, they, they couldn't resist that. I love, I, I love wish people would well. learn that. Yeah. I like how in in verse um, 15, you know, they're gazing at him. They're trying right. to see what he's doing. And his countenance is like the face of an angel, right? right. And then after this this altar, this, this little incident that they have together, um, we see that the, the religious leaders will be gnashing their teeth at him at the end. And whoa, what a contrast that, that Stephen is able to right. sit there with his, his face glowing you know, he's not pointing the finger at them. He's not barking at them, even when they are just angry. Well, at him. and and and, and, it, and unfortunately, that feels familiar. You know, it does in the world that we live mm-hmm. in right now to present yourself and to present Christ. Shane, you and I were talking about this the other day uh, before the Iwana Award ceremony. We were sitting in the green room. We were talking about so many pastors I know that have become so incredibly edgy. I think just because they've been hurt so many times. And then they don't, they don't, they don't present like Stephen anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was telling you, well, it would be really easy for me to go up, get behind the pulpit, use that platform, use just that ability, and just out. call everybody out for their foolishness and what they're doing, instead of just pointing out Jesus. You know, and, and mm-hmm. so I, I would put it to you like this: um, if if people hate you because of Jesus, that's fine. Yep. But if people hate Jesus because of you, that's not okay. <laughs> that is not that's okay exactly right. at all. And that, that's not okay. That's exactly right. And 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 um, you know what? Uh, Mary Beth Phillips she sent a question in from Driggs, um, and it's an interesting question. And I think we all have. Do we all have it? We, we yeah, all got it, right? Yeah. Uh, Shane, do you want to read through that, and then we can talk about it? Because I think I think we can talk about this in light of Stephen, because he was he was just representing the love of Jesus. Oh. And, it's a good juxtaposition. And I, yeah, I think like that, that might be a way to address this because you have to understand, and, I, and before we say this, I want to point something out. 
Just because someone comes to a church does not mean they're a loyal follower of Jesus. Right. I, I just I want to clarify that. There's a difference between a church goer and a Jesus follower. Right. Um, 100%. And so we need to realize that. So, and yeah. Coming yeah. back to the conversation we had in the green room, even if you say you're a follower, but your actions your actions don't show you something. Don't prove it. Exactly. Yeah. You so know, there's there's yeah. stuff to be talked about there. So yeah. Mary Beth from Driggs writes in and says, about a week ago on Pastors Live, they shared the importance of sharing our conviction testimonies and our conversion stories to others. I worked for INL, Idaho National Lab Laboratory, for several years, so I became experienced in reading other people very well, as far as their faith was concerned. I have been stumped and made into a fool several times because I was caught off guard by the action of some. They didn't verbally tell me they were practicing Christians, but I saw them at church many times. As Pastor Ty has stated before, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. At the same time, other people would tell me they weren't anything and didn't go to church at all. It was a few of these who acted more like they had a heart and life for Christ, for Jesus Christ than those who went to church or claimed to be believers. I understand we're all human, but how come so many people who are taught to share their testimonies to others don't do it or are afraid that other people will find out that they are Christian? It doesn't make sense to me. Can you make sense of it? Well... Okay, so there's a couple things. First of all, I, I want to point out that there is a difference between morality and loyalty. There's a difference between doing and saying just and right things, being a moral and just person, because we're designed by a moral and just creator. So every human being is made in the image of God. So there's a lot of people out there that are made in the image of God, and they'll do a just and a right thing. The problem is they just they don't know the creator and they don't know Jesus but they're still they're still doing what is just and so understand that there's a difference between somebody who's just being moral and somebody who's a loyal follower of Jesus now I do want to point something out, and Shane, you, you kind of said this earlier. It's like our actions, we talk about ugly orthodoxy when the church, when our actions as Christians don't match. So what we say, if we say we're a loyal follower of Jesus, our life, actions, and words, and speech should match that. Um, and I want to be very careful to express something. Uh, Christians should be having fun. They should be enjoying life. They should be full of joy and and love and happiness. It's just, and I want to be careful with the word happiness, but I mean, uh, but I, you know, we should have joy in our lives. It's just part of the fruit of the spirit. Well, and contentment. Uh, you know. I think yeah, contentment content, yeah. might be a, a yeah. better word than happy. But yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, content. I can be so, unhappy yeah. and still be content. Absolutely, hundred sure, percent. Sure. But one of the things, uh, Mary Beth and I, 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 you might need to clarify in another question. One of the things I want to point out is, um, you know, I'm an empathetic person. I can read a room fairly well. But there's a thing that I want to encourage you, and only God knows the heart of a person and a right. heart of a person's faith. Right. Only God does. And and we have these vessels in which we communicate those things through our words and our actions. And so our words are 7 to 9% of our communication. Uh, our our body language and tone and all that other stuff are a huge other another huge part of that. And so when Stephen is sharing, you know, and you think about his consonant continents, <laughs> his consonants. <laughs> wow, think about his consonant. Now his vowels weren't very well. Oh didn't my work goodness, very well. I but knew, his consonants hey, were bomb. I told you guys I stopped drinking coffee. <laughs> I told you, I warned you guys up front that I stopped drinking coffee. Uh, but no, his his countenance. 
uh, was was beautiful and his spirit and it was his spirit, not the Holy Spirit was right. was beautiful and was winsome. Yeah. And and it was this beautiful picture. That. And and Mary Beth, yeah. I understand that frustration in the world where people they call themselves Christians and they do they do awful, horrible things or they act in ways that are inconsistent uh, with having a relationship with God. And I'm the farthest person from a legalist, but I, you know, I, I think you do have to understand that uh, personal holiness is still important. You know, yeah. doing, doing the right thing and things like that. I, I think it's really, really important. And so, be very careful that you don't you you want to enter into a relationship with someone before you draw that conclusion from them. Like, hey, you know, you said you were a Christian. You did this thing. Hey, could you talk to me about that? I like, you know, and stuff like that. When you have those opportunities, build relationships because <clears throat> yeah. you know everybody's going through something. It's a good you know. opportunity to disciple them if they are Christians, right? Right. And, and to help them uh, walk closer to the Lord. Of course. But right. there's also, you know, in Matthew chapter 12 and 13, we, we run into the kingdom parables where Jesus talks a lot about what the church kind of looks like. Yeah. And I love what he leads at the end of chapter 12 in, in verse 49 and 50. Yeah. These verses are very, very dear and close to my heart. Um, you know, his family members are coming into the crowd and asking to see Jesus. And and he Jesus says, who is my mother and my father and my brothers? For whoever does the will of my father who is in heaven, he is my brother, my sister, and mother. And, and Jesus doesn't identify the his family by who is talking. He identifies them who are walking. As James would say, don't be hearers of the word, but be doers. And yeah. he also says in John chapter 7 uh, about his teaching, and starting in verse 16, he says, my teaching is not my own, but his who sent me. If anyone is willing to do his will, not listen to his will or listen listen to the teaching, but to, to follow it, to do it, he will know about the teaching, whether it is of God or if I'm speaking of myself. And I just love those verses because we're called to be doers. And so, you know, yeah. there's a lot of different people that come into the mm-hmm. church and that's okay that's good because we yeah. want to we want to reach everyone yeah, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be terrible if you had a church full of people that look just like you yeah and had your attitude and your personality if 100 percent of the people were the cookie cutter christians oh well that'd be pretty boring you yeah. know what i mean and plus it would be it would ostracize people who uh, or maybe seekers, and they come in and go, oh, well, I'm not part of the cookie-cutter Christian crowd, so I'm, I'm out. That's that's a real big part of my testimony is that's what I thought, that yeah, my sure. preconceived notions of the church was, well, I have to get in order, your, clean your myself up. Your hair has to be this up. way, your dress has to be this way, and exactly. yeah, the whole thing. You know, The other thing, too, um, I, this is a great question. There, there are actually probably four questions uh, yeah, by there's, my there's about, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, yeah, there's several questions but, in um, there. So Just very, very quickly, it's... You you know, Ty, I love that you what you said about morality because I was thinking something very similar to what you said, and that is that there's a difference between being moral and being good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I meet a lot of people who look pretty moral, but there is none good, no, not one. So no, there's yeah. a difference between knowing that you should hold a door open for the lady, uh, that you should uh, that you should watch your language and all of that stuff. Now that that's morality. That's nice. But that doesn't make you a good person because there's nobody good but Jesus Christ. And then the other thing I would just say is is to be careful because we're, we're told in love to prefer one another. So I might have a brother or sister in Christ 
whose language or behavior, I think, mm, boy, I know some non-Christians who behave better than that. But you know what? I still need to prefer those who are in Christ. And, yeah. and that's just really super duper important. And, 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 you know, and we're running out of time, but one of the things to remember is there's a difference between stronger and weaker brothers and sisters too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a whole nother yeah. construct and a context of liberty uh, versus like maybe somebody's expressing their liberty in Christ and you disagree with that. Mm-hmm. So you think, are they saved because they're expressing a liberty? I mean, you know, right. so, so there's a, there's a greater, there's a larger conversation that, that we can have when it comes to this. And we don't mean liberty to, to sin. Right. No, right. Yeah. no, 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 right. no, 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 Christian that's looking at porn. They go, well, I have the liberty. No, 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 no you, you don't. definitely do not. You have the have liberty have to liberty. say no. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You've been free from, <laughs> from it, it, not right. free to do it. Right. right. Exactly. Uh, you know, talking on that morality, I know we're out of time, We are, but there's a, Bible verse that goes with that in Luke, you know, Jesus says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more does your heavenly father know how to do it? Right. right. And so send the Holy Luke Spirit. 11, yeah. 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 Send the Holy Spirit. Right. Absolutely. hundred percent. Hey, Mary Beth, thanks for your question. Yeah. yeah you know, question. And, and if you have any, if you have a follow up from that, because there was a lot there, by the Ooh, way. Right. Uh, right. And, and by the way, I do hope that you would go to church this week. And if you're right. not a believer, listen, if you don't go to church and you don't know if the, you know, you don't know if this God thing is legit, I want to share something with you. I'm a wreck. My future is bright, and you can get in on this too because of the grace of God. Yeah, exactly. And so I invite you to come and be part of that and come and join us at church if you're here in the Southeast Idaho area. If not, if you're not in this area, hey, find a good Bible teaching church. If you want to see, if you want to help find one, uh, give us a call at the church, 208 524 4747. We'll be glad to help you out wherever you're at. Hey, listen, you're, you're loved, your family. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.